Hi, Chalk Squad, it's Dylan. From the grave, it's Andrew. <laughs> From the grave? I That's died. So dark. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what's not dark? Uh, the episode you're about to listen to. Or maybe it is, because here's the deal. Um, the episode you're about to listen to was originally a uh, bonus episode of the show that was behind a paywall. And as part of such, it was not edited or censored or really anything. <laughs> so I've gone ahead and marked it explicit for the public publishing. It might not be, but I figure we better cover our bases. And uh, yeah, this, I'm not, not going to go through and re-listen to all of these to verify. So just have fun with unedited, off-the-cup, probably drinking alcohol dylan and andrew um because yeah it was a joy to make i hope it's a joy to listen to (laughs) yeah so anyways enjoy this guys hello and welcome to a special bonus episode of uh the 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 bonus show i guess it's not a bonus episode of the bonus show it's just the bonus show Mm -hmm. candid commentaries but this time we're reading fanfic yeah yeah it's still it's still a commentary it's just Mm -hmm. not not on you know the 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 tv show um we uh yeah we wanted to break this up from time to time with uh Mm -hmm. you know something slightly different and figured uh what if we read some odyssey fanfic love it i'm so excited never read any odyssey fanfic i cannot wait yeah no this is this is a new world for me too i wish there was more of it that catered more to my wants and desires but that's okay if there's a new wattpad user named uh mandy straussberger 2000 it's me (laughs) (laughs) and i'm writing fanfic just for dylan (laughs) andrew you can't tell me this gotta keep the illusion up Okay. What do you got for me today, Dylan? So I have a story entitled Jealousy. Oh, delightful. Ding. The door opened early Monday morning and Connie Kendall walked in. Hi, Connie, Wit greeted her warmly. He was still pretty glad about her not being married to Jeff and was always happy around her. Hi, Wit. She greeted him as glumly as he had greeted her cheerfully. Oh boy, I haven't seen you this down since Penny painted your room neon pink, Wit chuckled at the memory. Connie almost smiled too, then sighed. It's nothing. I'll be fine. Are you sure? Yes, Wit. She smiled at his concern, then walked to the kitchen. Ding. The bell rang again, this time more quickly. Eugene came rushing in. Good morning, Mr. Whitaker. I'm late. I'm sorry I'm late, he cried. Wow, it's nice to hear you say that for once, Connie (laughs) called from the kitchen. I'll ignore that, Eugene said. Shall I start on the imagination station today? Yes, the Hannah and Samuel one needed to be done by August, and it'll take that long to program it. We don't want to keep the kids waiting, Wit said, then winked. (laughs) Or adults. I've heard a lot of feedback, and they want it almost as much as the children. (laughs) Well, interesting. Then, let's get to work, Wit said, and walked behind Eugene behind the stairs. Connie cringed at the sound of Eugene and Wit's feet pounding on the stairs. She sighed. They really have to get that fixed. She thought, then sighed again. The thoughts kept swirling in her head. Why doesn't he love me? She thought <laughs> despairingly. If only he knew how much I cared for him. Then she jumped at the sound of the bell over the door ringing. Hello? Anyone here? Connie managed to put a smile on 
and walk out into the kitchen. Oh, hi, Jason. Mm. Hey, Connie, he said cheerfully. Dad in? She thought she would die from bliss under the sunniness of his smile. Uh, he's upstairs. Thanks, he called Smooth. over his shoulder, his shoulder as he bounded up the stairs two at a time. This time, a very Barbie-like-when-she's-in-love sigh. <laughs> Barbie-like-when-she's-in-love. She knew she had found her Ken. Love it. Dad, you up here, Jason called. In the Bible room, Jason, Wit said from under the imagination station. Good. Jason walked in and sat down on the floor beside Eugene. Has it... Hey, did anyone notice how pretty Connie looked this morning? Almost as if she walked off a movie set. He finished with almost a dreamy smile. Wow. Eugene rolled his eyes, and Wit cleared his throat. Yes. Um, did you need something? (laughs) (laughs) Wit is also shocked by Jason's unprecedented horniness for Connie. (laughs) I think it's similar to to that dress episode. Wit's like, Donna, you're very hot, but, um... (laughs) You don't want to show people that. (laughs) Connie was in a French maid outfit this morning. (laughs) Oh, right. Jason shook himself awake. I need to talk to you guys about something. What is it? Eugene asked eagerly. Another case? Kind of. More like, um, a case, Wit finished. But I thought you were finished with the NSA, Jason. I know, but this has more to it than that. It has to do with Connie's uncle. Connie's uncle? Eugene asked in surprise. Which one? Well, he's dead now, (laughs) Jason stated. But he left behind a case for me to solve. Oh, man. Eugene and Wit stared at him in unbelief. What kind of case? You see, he was an NSA agent like me, but apparently he was killed by a jealous someone because... Wit! Connie called from the bottom of the stairs. Phone! Coming, Wit called back. You can explain later, Jason. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I know Connie won't want to hear me talk about it, Jason said. Because if there's one thing we know about Connie, it's that she loves to be out of the loop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't tell her anything. She Especially won't complain. regarding her dead uncle. Yep. Uh, Whit walked down the stairs with Eugene following and took the phone from Connie. Thanks, Connie. No problem, she smiled weakly and disappeared in the kitchen to dwell over Jason not loving her. <laughs> Hello? Whit said into the telephone. There was a pause. Hello. Are you John Avery Whitaker? A witch-like voice said into the phone. Yes, Wit said somewhat nervously. Then stronger. Who are you? None of your business, said the witch. I need you to tell me if you have an employee named Connie Kendall. Is that an okay witch? How do we feel about that? I'm okay with it. Wit and witch. (laughs) Wit witch is witch. (laughs) Which wit is witch? Which witch is wit? She sells seashells by the seashore. Over here, we have sandwiches, and over here, we have sandwiches. <laughs> That's an Arthur reference. Uh, why do you need to know? Wit asked suspiciously. Connie looked at him with surprise and curiosity. As I said, none of your business. Now, does she or does she not? He snarled. So the witch is a man. Mm, I respect it. Love it. No, she doesn't. Is that all, he asked? Yes. Then he hung up. Wit put the receiver in its cradle and sighed. What's wrong, Wit? Connie asked with concern. 
a man was calling to ask if you worked here, Wit started. Connie looked confused. Then why'd you tell him no? And I answered the phone. Why didn't he just talk to me? Because the way he asked, he sounded like a villain, and he probably didn't recognize your voice. Oh, Connie said thoughtfully, then paled and went quickly back into the kitchen. Wit didn't notice. He was too busy thinking about the mysterious caller, who the mysterious caller was. How? I mean, That's the really... end. Wow, seriously? Yeah. Holy crap. All right. Told you. It was a shorter one. Nice. Interesting. Like the strain. So, is very God. horny. <laughs> yeah, but not horny enough. Either. No, no. I mean, it definitely, for being fanfic, we can go hornier. It's This is rated K. I want some T+. Plus. You gotta go I, to I Mandy Strasberg 2000 for that. I would love an M, but I will happily have a T+. Plus. <laughs> oh, Chalk Squad. Uh, stay tuned to my Twitter for a poll of uh, which characters should be hooking up in my AIO fanfic for Dylan. <laughs> oh, man. the So, I can't figure out, is Connie... So, Connie is fully in love with Jason in this? Yes. Because she's getting over, she's rebounding off right, of Jeff. Right, off with of Jeff. I just so before Jason walks in, she says, "Why doesn't he love me? If only he knew how much I cared for him." I think she's and, talking about Jeff. That was what I presumed. Oh, see, and then Jason I, walks in, and she's like, "Oh." See, I thought this was Eugene. Oh. I thought I thought we were getting some Connie and Eugene slash fic, and then it just turned into Jason. Mm. I was like, I was like, oh, interesting. Is Connie into Eugene? Interesting. I would like that. Maybe because it's weird. It's weird. It's called jealousy. Mm-hmm. Who is Connie jealous of? Because if it was Eugene, she could be jealous of Katrina. Mm-hmm. But if it's Jason. Who knows? Wasn't jealousy the reason that... That the character was... That um, Connie's, Connie's uncle, uncle was killed by a jealous someone. Yes. So, but I was hoping it was going to be two-pronged. Would love it. And maybe, maybe the author intended for further chapters to maybe have a Tasha in there uh-huh. for Connie to be jealous of. Ah. But... We'll but have yeah. to stay tuned. See if see if uh, chapter two is published. Yeah. Um. And then I do have I do have a couple uh, a couple of comments mm-hmm. from this. Oh, go for it. Um. A. It's so good to see the AIO community growing here. Intriguing chapter. Um. What is this? Uh. So it's a mystery and romance? Mm -hmm. Romance, I wonder. With whom? Anyway, enjoying reading this. Mm. Can't wait for the next chapter. And then there's just a lot of people wanting this story to be continued. Up until even last year. Wow. This is a story originally published in 2013. It seems as though there is a great demand for AIO fanfic, but a shockingly little supply. Yeah. Yeah, look. Listeners, we got it. We got to get there. We can do this collectively. I believe it. We us. start small. This is our bonus content. This is just a small group of friends. You know, mm-hmm. I think we can collectively make the Odyssey fanfic community way hornier. 
Fair. I think that that's a noble task. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I think, yeah. I think that if there's one thing that all of the Adventures in Odyssey podcasts should band together <laughs> collectively too, it's to make Odyssey horny. Yes, make Odyssey horny again. Uh, yeah. Pamela's problem wasn't actually a problem. <laughs> I don't stand by that statement. I'm not sure what that statement was. But, uh, Andrew, uh, you've also brought a fanfic today? Yes, I have a fanfic to bring to the table. It is called Welcome to Odyssey um, by Evie Morandi. Ooh, wow. We're doing, mm-hmm. a, we're doing an author shout-out. Mm-hmm. Wooten, she's coming. I can't believe it, Penny squealed with delight. I am, too. It's not every day you get to meet your wife's cousin. What's her name again? Wooten asked as he scratched his head. Penny's cousin from somewhere was coming to visit. Very specific. (laughs) Penny was so excited. (laughs) There is something that's so weird that like, where it's like Penny feels too modern. Oh, yeah. For. Yeah. For fanfic Odyssey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Penny was so excited. She had been for weeks. Vivian for long. Penny chimed. When is she coming? She said she's coming today, right? At least that's what she said on the email. Oh, Wooten, I'm so excited. My favorite cousin is coming. I mean, I know you shouldn't have favorites, but oh, Wooten, you'll love her. Penny exclaimed she was so happy that her cousin was coming. Viv needed a place to stay for a couple days, so Penny suggested that Viv could come to Odyssey. Here was Viv now coming. Penny and Wooten were waiting for her in the airport. Well, I guess I should do my mail route. Penny, bring Viv by the post office. Okay, I want to give her... Wait, wait, they're in the airport and she's coming? What? Yeah? So they're they're sitting in the airport. Mm -hmm. She's coming towards them. And Mm -hmm. and Wooten's like, I gotta get out of here and do my mail route. Yep, well, I guess (laughs) I should do my mail route. Penny, bring Viv by the post office. Okay, I want to give her a big Odyssean welcome. Odyssean. Odyssean, yes. (laughs) (laughs) All righty, Wooten. Penny smiled. Love you, Penny. Aw. Wooten smiled back. Love you too, Wooten. Penny replied as she sweetly smiled. Wooten snorted and chuckled in his usual way and walked away. The plane pulled in. A chortle, perhaps. Mm. (laughs) The plane pulled in. Penny walked around as she waited by the gate. Suddenly, a tall girl with brownish, blondish hair, with glasses, a dark hat, and a green sweater, walked out from the gate. Penny's eyes widened. It was Viv. Penny, Viv exclaimed. Viv, Benny ran toward her cousin and gave her a hug. You're here. This is so exciting. How are you? Penny asked. Pretty good. Long ride, but pretty good. That's good. You just missed Wooten. He went for his mail route. Is Wooten the husband of yours that I've heard so much about? (laughs) Viv smiled. (laughs) Yes. He He wanted to say, welcome to Odyssey. Good morning, Connie and Eugene, Wooten exclaimed as he walked into Wit's End. Kids were doing what they usually did at Wit's End while Wooten walked in. They were having a great time. Connie and Eugene walked, uh, worked the front as they made sundaes and lemonades. Hey, Wooten, Connie chimed. Where's Mr. Whitaker, Wooten asked. Wit? Oh, he's coming soon. Why? I have a letter for him, but I can give it to you and you can give it to him. I have to hurry, Wooten exclaimed. Why the hurry, Eugene asked as he cleaned his glasses. Well, Penny's cousin is coming, 
and Penny's bringing her to the post office, and I don't want to miss saying hello and welcome to Odyssey and stuff like that. Well, tell Penny to bring her cousin over to Wit's End. I'd like to meet her, Connie replied. Connie, a voice exclaimed in the background. Wooten turned around. It was Penny and her cousin. Welcome to Odyssey, Viv. By the way, I'm Wooten. Wooten smiled. (laughs) Nice to meet you. I've heard so much about you, Viv replied. Likewise, Wooten chuckled. We were going to get a bite, bite to eat, Wooten, before we went to the post office, but I guess we met you here. Penny smiled. Oh, it's all right, Wooten replied. Connie, Eugene, this is Viv, or Vivian for long. Viv Wise. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm Connie. Connie replied. <laughs> she smiled. A pleasure or to Constance meet- for long. Come on, Connie. <laughs> commit to the bit. Well, that's where Eugene's supposed to chime in. <laughs> A pleasure to meet your acquaintance, as Penny did say. I am Eugene Meltzner, and I say greeting and salutations, Miss Wise. Thank you. You can call me Viv. It's nice to meet all of you. I hope I don't bother anyone. Viv chuckled nervously. She looked toward her cousin. Her cousin was the only person she knew. Who else would she know? Oh, nonsense, Viv. You wouldn't bother us. Just relax and welcome to Odyssey. The end. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. I want to know what's going to happen with Viv. Yeah, uh, so do the comments. Because... Because my thing, my thing with Viv is, it's like you're introducing a character. Mm-hmm. I would love for them to be a love interest, but there are no single men in Odyssey. We seem to be expired, unless we get to introduce a new. Right. Well, a new character, or mm-hmm. does Jason come into play? Mm-hmm. Is it a? I mean, maybe, maybe she really is into wit. Which Jack single? could come, or uh, Jimmy could come back. I mean, oh, it's a fanfic. Anything yeah. can happen. Yeah. Ooh. Bernard's wife dies. <laughs> Maud finally kicks it, and so he goes after Vivian. It's awful. Do you have, like, obviously, I'm hardcore in the Trent and Mandy camp. Yeah, of course. But do do we have do we have another like Odyssey ship that you're really into? Uh, like, and it's hard when they're like canon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it is difficult um because like trent and mandy is canon so you can choose a canonical one like eugene yeah. and katrina is an acceptable choice yes here. yeah so eugene and katrina were was my favorite odyssey couple by far yeah. um honestly i'm a big fan of matthew and emily <laughs> <laughs> and i know that they work great as a platonic friend duo but now that they are no longer partners mm. i feel like they the, should become partners they should be they could become partners um i like them they've got a good dynamic they've got a good dynamic and they uh they go back real far um yeah i mean what was donna and what's his face from modesty is the best policy jack jack donna and jack is a great one unfortunately yeah. jack ends up with lucy but you know it doesn't have to happen in our fanfic. No, nah, not mine. Just because That's they're married in real life doesn't mean they have to be married in the show focus. The first <laughs> sentence is, that dress. Um, <laughs> can we make a... Can we, someone, someone, I want a fanfic called that dress. Yes! That's so good! <laughs> was it Was it white and gold? <laughs> was it yeah. purple and orange? Yeah, the other... Uh. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, obviously, both you and I are Team Buck and Jules. Yes, naturally. Yeah, bulls, as it were. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't... 
I don't know that I've got I, much. We gotta dig deeper into the I, Odyssey yeah, fanfic. I'm like, I wish I, I wish I knew like the. I feel like I don't know the current generation of kids well enough to have like a clear one. Yeah. Like I'm like I don't know Jay and Priscilla. Is that anything? Like we I would like, love it. Could I just throw darts <laughs> against a board and and, yeah. and strike gold? But. I'm but, okay yeah. with Jay with really anybody. <laughs> yeah, it's weird where I'm like in retrospect, I don't feel like I don't feel like I really see Jimmy with anyone. Nah. I also don't really feel that way about Marvin. Like there it yeah. feels like I think I don't know, for as much as Actually, I would say this is probably true across mediums is that I don't tend to go for non-canon ships. Mm. That's I fair. love a light ship. Yeah. Where yeah. it's not like, you know, super like, where like, it's not like, they don't actually date, but like, you know, they do, they pair them up in the yeah. show mm-hmm. and kind of plant that seed. And like for people, for like shows where like the characters have multiple relationships, I can mm-hmm. go for like a favorite. I would say probably the closest I get to a non-canon ship is... Uh, Cal and Alex. <laughs> <laughs> they are cousins, Andrew. <laughs> Not in my fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> is um is the uh I mean not going outside of Odyssey. I'm just saying like in in real or in mm. shows it at large. I uh I always push for uh for Marty and Rory in uh in Gilmore Girls mm. because uh Marty never gets a chance and all of Rory's boyfriends suck for different reasons. True. Um. So yeah, we uh, we we do enough Gilmore Girls talk on this podcast that I felt like I could say that. Yes, no, this is a safe space for such. Seeing as we still have some time in the episode, Andrew, mm-hmm. you into me reading another one? <laughs> sure, Dylan, go for it. <laughs> this is called Just a Watch. Oh goodness. John Whitaker strolled into work on a morning carrying a rather large and heavy box under his arm. He set it down on the counter with a thud, causing Connie to look up from the wa- from washing the dishes. More books? The red-headed teenager asked, rolling her eyes. That was the fifth box Wit had brought from it brought into his shop, Wit's End, that week. And it was still only Wednesday, she realized with a shudder. Do you think there will be room for more? Mr. Whitaker, or Wit as he liked to be called, laughed. I think so, but I didn't have time to sort it at home, so I thought I'd do it here. With that, he dumped the contents of the box rather untidily onto the counter. A cloud of dust rose from the pile. Wow. Where exactly did you find this box, Connie coughed, waving away the dust with one hand and picking up a book with another. The moon and sixpence she read aloud? Never heard of it. That's because it was written before I was born, Wit took the book from her and wiped the cover off with a damp cloth. He set it down in a clean box, ready to be taken upstairs to the library, and I found this one in the attic. I should have figured, Connie grinned. I know what your attic looks like. (laughs) It was several minutes before opening time, and Connie helped Wit clean the books. She asking about certain titles, him supplying the answers. Les Miserables, A Tale of Two Cities, and The Scarlet Pimpernel, among others, were added to the pile before they reached the bottom of the old box. Scarlet Pimpernel, good play. Highly recommend it. Les Miserables, also good play. Scarlet Pimpernel, set in a similar time. I mean, there's 
screw up and pronounce French Revolution. Oh, okay. Um, he is often credited as the first superhero in the vigilante realm. Okay. So he predates like a Robin Hood, mm-hmm. but similar vibe. Yeah. Cool dude. Wit was about to break it down for recycling when Connie stopped him. Wait, I think there's something else in here. She said she reached her hand in and drew out what looked like a small mid-19th century pocket watch. It had the color of gold that hadn't been polished in ages, with an intricate and somewhat familiar design. Recognize this? Wit took the watch from her, turning it over and over in his hand. No and yes, he said slowly. I mean I do, but everything in me tells me that I don't. What? He shook his head as if trying to clear it. He looked up at her, and she was staring at him as if he were crazy. Don't you normally have brown hair? Wit, she said. There you go, ignoring it. And I just didn't want to dye my hair this morning. That's all. I think I'll give it a break. She paused. Oh, the watch. That's what we were talking about, right? She looked, o- she looked at it nervously, as, it was ca- as if it was capable of jumping out of Wit's hand and biting off hers. Wit possessed it to be able to take... What possessed it to be able to throw off their minds like that? I'm sorry, is the implication here that Connie dyes her hair red? Yeah, that is, at, like, daily? She said this morning, presuming that, like... Um, I if I didn't like if my beard was growing out which Mm -hmm. it currently is yeah and it looked unruly and someone commented on it i would say like i didn't feel like trimming it this morning okay that's fair so common vernacular (sighs) i suppose yeah yeah wit said absently staring at the old timepiece he felt as if it were whispering to him secrets of forgotten times and far-off places of secrets never to be told and children long grown up grown up and lost Ding! The bell sounded as Eugene came dashing in, breaking him out of the spell the watch seemed to put over him. Sorry, I'm late. Two stories in which Eugene, Eugene is late. late. Also, Gotta I Gotta be love, fiction. I love the obsession, because it is so iconic in the show, but the I love ding. the obsession over the ding of the bell. Yeah, Because I wouldn't have put my finger on it, but you're absolutely right. That is, like, a key part of the, like, text of odyssey yeah ding somebody comes in ding like yeah no it's it's great that they intentionally transpose it honestly this is very well written compared to the other two we read this is the best yep Uh, (laughs) and no shade thrown at the other yeah i think the other one struggled for being all dialogue Mm -hmm. whereas this one is like a story yeah no this is delightful sorry uh sorry i'm late wow for once connie (laughs) mocked him as he dashed on his way upstairs some themes. Don't tease me, Ms. Kendall. I have work to do. He called out over his shoulder. Footsteps were heard as he made his way to the Bible room. Collision in three, two, one. Connie counted down as she hit a z- as she hit zero. A large bang was heard in the far left corner where the imagination station was. Wit looked at her quizzically, and she said, "He left all his tools out last night. I warned him, but he just said it'd be faster to leave him out for work the next day." She shook her head and smiled. He'll never learn. I like this. Is that I the really end? I like this. No, it's still oh, going. okay. <laughs> I just really like it. Yeah. 
Yes, but maybe he can give us a few answers about this watch. What? What? Oh, yeah. Maybe he can <laughs> run a few tests on it or something. Connie was frightened now. What was it that caused her to forget about it so easily? And why did it look so familiar? Connie, Wit started, getting slightly nervous himself. Do you have a watch like this? <laughs> so that's why it's so familiar. Yeah, actually, I do. But it doesn't work or anything. I've thought to throw it out several times, but something keeps holding me back. Huh, Wit said, deep in thought. Something was nagging at him, like a mental itch in the back of his brain. Connie went to the bottom of the stairs. Eugene, we need you, she called. Wit winced. You could have used the intercom, he (laughs) said, rubbing his left ear. Sorry, Connie grinned sheepishly, but it's faster this way. As to prove her point, there was a sound of footsteps going from the Bible room toward the stairs, and after a moment, Eugene came down to the front counter. Yes, Ms. Kendall? We need you to run some tests on something we found, Wit said. All right, if you'll allow me to see this object, I will commence shortly. Connie rolled her eyes, but not enough for Eugene to see and comment. Mm. There wasn't time for that today. Wit handed him the watch, and Eugene set it on the counter and took a magnifying glass out of his breast pocket. You happen to have one of those in your pocket? Connie asked sarcastically. (laughs) Of course, Eugene continued to look. Of course. Eugene continued to look at the watch, letting her sarcasm roll off him. It looks just like a watch. Why do you want me to run tests on it? Well, this may sound weird, but we think that there is some sort of mystery surrounding it, and we thought that there might be some sort of markings or dust to help solve it. Eugene looked up, and Connie could also could almost see the do you know how stupid that sounds <laughs> in his eyes, but he nodded, put it in his pocket, and took it upstairs to the computer room. He knew better than to argue with Mr. Whitaker. Connie, do you think you could run to your house and get your watch? It might help. Wit asked. Yeah, of course. Connie reached for her coat. She slipped it on and walked out the door. Jason Whitaker, Wit's son, met her there. Oh, hey, Connie. Mm. Jason greeted her. She greeted him somewhat absently and kissed him lightly on the lips before heading for the door. They had gotten engaged last month and planned to marry in the near future. So what's up? Jason asked casually. Dad? Huh? <laughs> Oh, sorry, Jason. Just thinking. Just me marrying yeah, your daughter figure. I can kind figure. of tell. <laughs> Anything you want to share? Wit thought for a moment before responding. Well, it's this watch. It's this fob watch I found in the uh, in the attic. I accidentally brought it brought it in with a bunch of books. I would have thrown it away if Connie hadn't noticed. So it's just a watch. Yeah, I know, but there's something about it that's weird. I'm not exactly sure. Wit lowered his voice slightly. I could have sworn that it was talking to me. Talking to you? Jason would have laughed if Wit didn't look so serious. Dad, really? I'm serious, Jason. Wit did indeed look deadly serious. But I thought you didn't believe in ghosts and the like. Eugene was, or Jason was somewhat confused. Jason was genuinely confused. Here was his father going against something he believed his entire life. Now don't jump to any conclusions, Jason, Wit smiled. I never said I thought it was that. But you thought it. Where's this watch now? Eugene has it. I... Wit started and then stopped as a loud crash was heard coming from the computer room. Wit and Jason dashed upstairs into the secret room, only to find Eugene out cold with the watch in his hand. Maybe this, there's more to this watch than I thought. End chapter one. Wow. 
What? We'll be coming back to this one, Chalk Squad. Is there multiple chapters? There is multiple chapters. Oh, I'm riveted. <laughs> Student in next week. Yeah. Yeah. Or whenever we air these. But, yeah. you know. It's delightful. This has been great. Yeah. Man, I am. I, I love the casualness of her just, like, walking out the door, seeing Jason, little smooch, mm-hmm. keep on going. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's the, I mean, that's the perfect thing about Odyssey fanfic is that it doesn't have to play by any of the rules that Odyssey right. does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like they said, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and there was, there was, yeah, there was a cute little smooch, and I love yeah, it. I, I like the. Uh, Can we this... shout out the author for that one? Um, no, because I don't. So here, here's the thing. You, we'll, we'll talk about it at the end, maybe. But for now, we got to keep the folks in suspense. Oh, okay, fair, 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 fair. You got to come back here. We are the gatekeeper. Of yeah, the fic. I, don't, I, don't, I don't want you guys to spoil yourself with this fic. True, but uh, but yeah, that uh, I, I'm, I'm excited. To see I, where that it was goes. delightful. This is awesome. It's, <laughs> now it's we got well two written, whole we've thing. got intrigue. Mm-hmm. We've got a side of Odyssey that we're not used to seeing. We've got and, an unconscious Eugene. <laughs> yep. We've got we've got Jason and Connie smooching. Mm. They're engaged, folks. Soon to be married. It's just there. Love it. I, yeah, that was actually the right way to do this, which is two that like had their merits, but were like less felt more just like some rando on Mm -hmm. the internet, like jotting some stuff out and hitting posts. Yeah. Like what I would do. Yeah. And then one that's like, oh, we actually are developing a story and a mystery and it continues and possibly concludes. Ooh. For free on the internet. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Dylan, for, for reading such lovely fanfics. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you for, for joining and for reading yours as well. Thank you. I will, I will bring uh, only the top tier Odyssey fanfic content. Okay. All right. Well, we're out of here, folks, and we'll see you again sometime soon. Bye, guys. Bye.